Eyes in the window. Childish laughter. Music in the walls. Just a few of the unexplained things that happen at d &E Furniture. Are we really alone in this once beautiful theater? Well, pull up a chair and join us around the haunting table. How we doing? Oh, welcome everybody. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to the haunting table. This is a weird uh, episode here. We we haven't decided whether or not we're gonna have this as a full episode or if this is gonna be some sort of bonus Patreon thing. But regardless, welcome everybody back to the haunting table. However, this is distributed. <laughs> However, this is distributed. I am your ghost boy, Jake Woods. Accompanied by my ghost boy, Tyler Carroll. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? And my other ghost boy, Anthony Adamson. Ghost boys for life. <laughs> ghost boys for life. Oh my goodness. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us again for uh, whatever this episode is. Uh, we appreciate it. All the support, everybody, has been giving us so much love. Uh, and if you haven't given us any love yet and you're new, shoot on over to some of our social media uh, to our Instagram, to our Twitter, haunting underscore table, or maybe you can even see us on Tinder. Make sure you swipe right because we do have a haunting table Tinder. That was a thing. We said we were going to do it in the last episode and we went kind of balls to the wall. Yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are up to like 130 <laughs> matches and God damn it. Are we fucking fire? I'm just saying we're fucking lit. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess Tinder's the way to advertise a podcast today. And it's free. <laughs> free, free advertising. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll pay for some super likes. Just start sending out super likes, dude. Right, <laughs> you look like you like some fucking ghosts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what up, bro? You like some ghosts? But uh, yeah, so if those don't do it for you, you could also shoot over to our YouTube channel. Check out the videos for those episodes. We have episode one, two, and three on YouTube right now where you can see live footage of us doing our investigation. You can see this right here, what's happening right now, what I'm talking about, what we're, everything that's happening. You can see it live. Uh, and by live, I mean just, you know, us. It's not actually, it's live unedited. Like later on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll see pictures Live and fun stuff like that and videos of the investigation. Like Tower's stupid fucking face. <laughs> and my stupid fucking face. And, and Anthony's my stupid, stupid fucking, fucking face. face. <laughs> Why'd you call me up first? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? I was honestly offended because I thought you were going to stop with me. I'm like, what the fuck? I was going to go around the table, but Jay beat me to no, it. He was going to stop at you. He was definitely going to stop no, at right. you. Thanks no. for saving me, Jay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, I mean, what else? Uh, we have a Patreon coming. Uh, Patreon's coming. Yep. Uh, it is in the approval stage. So we're getting there. Uh, we're going to have some tiered rewards for you, depending upon how much you want to actually support us. Yeah. And it's us giving back for that support is the idea. So behind the scenes stuff, we'll get to some other little fun things later on. Right. Uh, merch, that kind of stuff. Possibly we'll some see. hot merch. Some hot merch. Hot. Merch. hot. Some, uh, hot. Some, some QQ or some ghost nut. We'll uh, see what happens. A little bit of QQs. <laughs> Gotta get that QQ. But we're also thinking about doing stuff like this. This episode here, since it's kind of a 
0.5 episode. It's like two episode 2.5. It's a bonus episode. We're thinking about maybe even making more bonus episodes in the same town, extra episodes and giving those out for Patreon or just doing stories on haunted places in the comfort of our own home, making a little episode that way and sending it out. We'll see what happens. Um, But other than that, you can also shoot over to our uh, email address, Send us some stuff. We have puppy Sundays. Send us pictures of we your need, puppies. We need puppy pics. Puppy pics. Puppy pics. All um, the puppies. All the puppies. All the doggos. And then if you do send it to us and you uh, have a, t- uh, a Tinder, I keep wanting to say Tinder. If you do send it to us <laughs> and you have an Instagram, give us your Instagram <laughs> handle because we will tag you in it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. <sighs> and the name of your dog. Yep. And the name of your dog, of yes, course, please. because that's going to be in the uh, description. Or, better yet, what you can do is give us a location to go to. Yeah, or you could also, I mean, your Help. dog's probably cute and all, but we would love some more places to go to and investigate. I mean, we have plenty lined up, but we'll love plenty more. Absolutely. Uh, other than that, without further ado, we should get into the disclaimer, because I have a hot, juicy-ass disclaimer turd to drop on your chest real quick, if you wouldn't mind taking off your shirt so I can bleach this little turd on your chest real quick. Uh, first and foremost, oh, oh, everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, 100% serious. <laughs> Take off this one. There's another white shirt on <laughs> yeah. uh, Not even kidding. Yeah, I definitely have another white shirt. Uh, but first and foremost, everybody needs to know we are not professionals in anything i'm not a professional in audio we're not professional ghost busters ghost hunters or ghost nighters we did it we said the thing nice guys we're not ghost but we uh we might ghost nut who knows um depends on how much you support us on patreon yeah right so take everything that we're doing here with a grain of salt we're just three ghost boys ghost boy one ghost boy two ghost boy three just like hanging out hunting ghosts and see what we can do uh, and then recording it on microphones later and joking about it and stuff like that. So we're not pros. I mean, I'm a pro idiot, pro troll, actual cop. I do stuff. <laughs> he actually does stuff. Barely. Barely. <laughs> Barely, yeah, right? Barely. <laughs> um, also, if you like what we do, you watch us on YouTube, you listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, and you want to do what we do, Please get permission first. We do not condone or advertise or want you to trespass. If you like a building we're in and you want to investigate the building we're in based on a story we told or just based on how it looks uh, in the video, get permission first. We do not do anything without permission from the owners or local authorities if needed. Yes, it's really simple. It's called a cell phone and then you dial a number that goes to that business and then you ask them, Hey, can I do an investigation? And they'll say, okay. Or they'll say, pound sand, which we, <laughs> <laughs> which we actually ran into a little bit ago. We're not going to say any names yeah, yeah, of the yeah, places yeah, yeah. that told us to, to F sand. off. <laughs> yeah, they oh. might say yes, or they might say, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah it happened. In so many words. Yeah, it's in so many words, it was a convent. <laughs> We're not gonna say where. No, no, it was a completely different. Okay, so there's two places. There's two places. Had to go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, there was one. There was a, obviously. I mean, let's be honest. It was it was a, a, a nunnery. <laughs> They're not gonna want that us there. Ever. That's we're talking about ghost nun. Yeah, they were ghost, like, ghost nun. I don't think we support that. <laughs> I don't know if that's in line with our values. Ghost nutting, ma'am. That's in line with everybody's values. Let's be honest here. Uh, but yeah, third last uh, disclaimer that I, I do. I, he does sometimes forget, but he I always pulls it out forget. last I does, chance. I does sometimes forget. 
Um, you want to tell them what it is? Because I forgot. Yeah, it's we're respectful. We right. respect the ghosts, we respect the building, and we respect the stories that involve the building itself right. or the people that may be still lingering here. Right. We joke and we have fun with we each other. We will joke. And we make fun of each other. Like I made fun of Tyler's face. I'm sorry if that was rude. Yep. I apologize. We make fun of small towns. We do make fun <laughs> we of small towns. We make fun of Tyler's face. <laughs> we, it's kind of, you know. Gary, Indiana. <laughs> we're fun of fucking Gary Indiana. Oh, dude, yeah. fuck you, Gary Indiana. <laughs> Gary Indiana. Uh, we apologize to anybody in Gary Indiana. I hope not we, for the joke. Not for the joke at all. We just are, for living. Just for I, living there. We're yeah. so sorry. I cannot <laughs> wait to find a haunted place in Gary Indiana. I know, right? They're like, oh, yeah, you want to come here? You go pound sand. Pound sand. And that'll be the third place. But yeah, so we joke. We have a good time. We laugh. Uh, but we do make sure to have respect for any victims or victims' families in regards to any of the morbid stories that we tell. Uh, but yeah, other than that, anything else? We good? We good? I think we're ready to get into this <laughs> We're ready to get into this. Uh, Tyler. What's up? Where are we today? <laughs> <laughs> but don't use the history that we already used. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so, like, no, they're like, so where are we today? So we all know where we're at, we, but just kind of give a little bit more of yep. a background. So we're back in Sterling, Illinois. Yes. Where we were at the Sterling Theater, obviously, which two. would have been episode two. So instead of giving you a whole bunch more like town history and all that kind of stuff, I figured I'd yeah. throw out a few landmarks, I guess. Cool. So I got a few landmarks. I got a few kind of big, like big events that happened. Obviously, a lot of these were all like pre-COVID and pre-shut down the world and all that cool stuff. So. <sighs> Yeah, I know. Oh, well. Yeah. But so first thing we're going to do a, like I said, I'm going to do a few of these landmarks. Initial one, the Sterling High School. So that is where I graduated in. That is where my guy over here graduated as well. And where I also yeah, I graduated. Say, did you? Well. Jake yeah, also graduated, dude. He graduated with me. <laughs> did you? This. Yeah. Yeah. I can well, find you in my yearbook? You can find me in your yearbook. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, don't. Okay, by the way, so on the YouTube Actually, video, we're putting that. a picture of Anthony, just Bro. his yearbook picture. We're, we're, we're going to find all of our yearbook pictures from the one that I got. Do you have the yearbook? I do. I don't. I don't know where it went. Anyways. I, I, have, my, you, my, I have my senior year one from 2009. <laughs> I want to see this shit. You will not see any difference yeah. in, in you. At all. <laughs> no, in you. No. Yeah, at all. You're, you're forever 15, dude. I do. <laughs> it, instead of forever 21, it's forever 15. It's just one person shot there and it's me. <laughs> it's you. Clothes get bigger, but you don't change at all. But anyway, continuing yeah. back, back to the high school. So the high school... It was started back in 1886 was when they started getting some funding for it. It was initially $50,000 was what they had to fund it completely. They were trying to get it done by September 12th. It was 1898, so a handful of years later, actually. But they couldn't, so they pushed that back to October 3rd. So about a few weeks weeks later, not too bad. Couldn't just because of funding or... Um, I'm it's probably funding, right? It was just they. It was just like construction uh, issues, pretty gotcha. much. So, I mean, you know how bad they are with highways and stuff. I can't imagine just how bad Illinois, they were yeah. back in the 18 whatever is in Illinois. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so, yeah. originally they had 11 classrooms, and they seated between 20 to 30 or 35 students in there. They had a writing table, blackboard, all that good stuff, which I think is 
pretty close to what it is now anyway. I mean, I think they're whiteboards. I don't know if they're whiteboards. They're whiteboards now? Yeah, so now they have projectors with computers, and wow. each student has their own computer. Wow. Like MacBook, and wow. I look at it, and I look at my like duffel bag that was like seventy pounds with <laughs> yeah, right. textbooks. Yeah, right. That's what right. builds character. Or, okay. or or my binder that yeah. was like that white binder that was seven inches thick. <laughs> the the and, really crappy plastic one that was yeah. like two bucks. Yeah. I was gonna make a cock joke, but <laughs> you know you know what you know what Tyler you know what we can say right now. Guess who's not a ghost boy right now? Look at oh shit. <laughs> For people that are listening, I'm I'm wearing my white T-shirt underneath a blue, blue Broncos hoodie, which hoodie. is coming off. I'm getting naked. <laughs> He's not getting naked. We have a thing where we always wear white shirts. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get Stop. your long sleeve if you're cold? Fuck yes. All right. You're still literally not matching us, but you know that's fine. I am. Uh, it looks like he's wearing a long sleeve. Yeah my my skin's pretty fair toned. <laughs> But that I, went I, right over my head. <laughs> I got you. I got you, boo. Anyway, moving on. So, in uh, in here on the first floor, there was a assembly room, which would be like the auditorium where they had uh, now like concerts and that kind of stuff. It's actually a really really cool place. They have a whole lot of. It's pretty state of the art from what I remember back when I graduated. It's so. a really it's a really cool architecturally. It's, yeah, it's a really cool school. Yeah, it the whole like they so it's all brick. And uh, it 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 does look very very nice. Yeah. Just in general, it looks and like a small college. It, yeah, honestly, it, it looks does. like a small campus, like community college. And yeah. then you add to the football field. I don't know if you talked about the football field or not. I no. I have like some main points, but I just figured we we're gonna talk just generally. Talk yeah. No one cares about the college. football field, Anthony. It's NFL grade turf, and it's got its own replay. But it wasn't for the long that that it, was recent yeah so i mean within the last like what five years five yeah. yeah yeah so it's now like an nfl grade turf and it has a replay like board yeah it's that actually, gives you yeah. Jesus live Christ. replays after the play for a high school football game jesus they Christ. really went all out on they that, did huh? <laughs> jesus <laughs> Christ. Christ. i mean Sterling i ain't Sterling mad Sterling. at it I'm, i like football so and then yeah. but, but for some reason the water fountains still shoot out penny flavored water <laughs> like they can't figure out how to give their students filtered water Unless they did now. Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> Must be nice. Now yeah. they're all shut down. I yeah, it's great. To COVID. I got lead poisoning drinking from those fountains. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Mm. They're they're also not, obviously not when it was founded or whatever, but there was also a really big, they had the WACC, which is right across the street, yep. and then there's the Tech Zone, was at least when I graduated. I love that place. had like, there was just computers there was all like digital art and graphic design and all that yeah. stuff you could do t-shirts and photography that place was I did great. welding that's what at i did nice. wacc mm-hmm. i did criminal yeah. justice class at did, you? did you <laughs> duh surprise mm-hmm. but something that's cool that shows kind of the technology in the tech zone is they will walk um teams that maybe don't have the finances that we do from maybe inner cities and stuff like that. They'll actually come down when they play the football team and they'll tour the school and like nice. they'll, from what I've heard is whenever they walk into the tech zone, it's just, it blows their mind at like all the technology. So it's like, Hey, you underprivileged kids come see what you don't have. Is here, that what at, it is? Here, look at these $1,500 MacBooks that we have 150 <laughs> up line here. Yeah. Look at this great tech zone that <laughs> you can't <laughs> use. Yeah. sucker. So it's um nice football team dork. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, hey, you know what it's we should do with these underprivileged nice kids? Thing. You know what we should do with these underprivileged kids? Let's just show them all what they don't have. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's... <laughs> It's supposed to be nice in what way? They're just flexing know. on these kids. <laughs> Dude, that's what's you know you guys does, you know you guys still have abacuses? Yeah, look at this. We got we got MacBooks that can like <laughs> sense what? the the they can read what kind of minerals are in our piss. Isn't that what Sterling does though? It just flexes on everyone. It <laughs> yeah, flexes true. on rock falls. It flexes well, that's on us. That's not hard. Yeah, but continue. No one's gonna understand anything we're talking about in this podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> continue, Apparently, yeah. Continue. Yeah, that's all right. So uh, yep, went to Sterling High School. We all did. Apparently, didn't know that you were there too. <laughs> Even though we're talking about it, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. Doesn't matter. But no, we what? We've, we've met. We've talked about this many times. Yeah, that's we assume, have. That's to assume that I listened to you. But we digress. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sterling High School. Yep. Great, great little place. It's also got a daycare. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's a lot of underage pregnancy. Right? So. <laughs> anyway, if so. we've convinced you to move to Sterling, Illinois, <laughs> remember how episode two was off the rails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. not even rails on this. So yeah, we're just, yeah. This is a this is a train wreck. This is a so boat, far. right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so uh, in the Sterling area, there's also the Midway Drive-In that mm-hmm. was ni- uh, so opened 1950. Oh well, it. I, I believe it's been open ever since. I think it yeah. might have been it down for, for a few, few years. years. Yeah. yeah, and then really? it got bought by new management and they reopened yeah. it up. So it's the oldest. So in here, so it's the oldest standing like drive-in screen in Illinois, which is really really cool. Which yeah, I, I didn't know that. I remember. I remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. they kept the whole kind of retro look. The concession stand, uh, every just everything, the, the ticket speakers, booth, all that stuff. Right? It's Aren't all the like, speakers like still like those retro speakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, don't have so. them anymore. No? They, the, stands the, 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 stands the stands are still there. The stands are there. But, but it's yeah. a radio station. Yeah, it's yeah. a radio station. Yeah. So they kept it really, really 50s, I guess. Yeah. So that's really, really nice. I like going there. I mean, yeah. Do you just unplug your thing? Yeah, I do. <laughs> 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 Fucking gangly arms got out of control. <laughs> Spider monkey over there. So it's but yeah, I always like I I like going to outdoor theaters. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Cool. Dri- drive-ins are awesome. Yeah. So hope they stick around. The the one here is so it can fit 500 cars apparently. Really? Yeah, which That's is huge. Yeah, I know. The screen is 90 feet across. Wow, 90. God, you know else is 90 feet? <laughs> my dick dude you need to get that checked it's coiled up it's like a spring it's, like <laughs> it's a, like a got spring. one of the hose things that you had to crank up to spin it around it's like a duck penis you see those things they're like no. corkscrews no. Yeah, I look up. I look up duck dick. I typed in. I was typing. In, I was typing in ducktails, and I was like, duck, duck dick. dick. <laughs> Let's see what happens. And then he That's just started immediately beating his me. <laughs> <laughs> duck penises are hot. <laughs> wow, was I missing out? <laughs> Who done thunk it? All right, all right. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my goodness! All right, continue. what is it like every like? Two episodes, episodes. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. I've been up for almost twenty four <laughs> hours now, so I'm I am just l- lucid right oh, now. Oh, so you're almost run through this. Let's get through it. Oh, run, cool, cool. run, yeah, yeah. please. No, I'm just kidding. Go for it. Yeah. So also we have the Woodlawn Arts Academy, which is located on Woodlawn Road in Sterling. Yep. Ha, yep. 
So it was a facility of the Dillon Foundation, which I will get to the Dillon home. That is a very big place here. The, yes, it is. Yeah. So it provides like lighting for filming, soundproof rooms for music. They got a stage for dance and all that kind of stuff. It's apparently very environment environmentally friendly as well, which is great. So we got that. And then the last big landmark that I wanted to hit was the Dillon home. So that was built in 1858 and it was for Brigade. Brigadier? I don't know. Brigadier. Yep. We're going to go with that. Why not? So it was built for... (laughs) I should have left that first word out and just said in 1858... It was built for General Edward Kirk. I can say that just fine. Brigadier. Yeah. That's, yeah. Brigadier? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know words. I didn't know if it was like military related or if it was a name that you were butchering. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it was military related and I yes. butchered it still. So, I, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's basements and butchering words. That's the two B's of Tyler right now. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's a bad bitch. <laughs> Double yeah. B's. Double B's. <laughs> he's, the, he's a bad bitch. So the home is on the National Register of Historic Places. The Dillons bought it in 1882, so about 30-ish years later. They had the North Northwestern or Northwest Barbed Wire Co. His son was P.W. Dillon, who eventually took over the the mill and turned that into Northwestern Steel and Wire Company, which was big. That was a big thing in the area. Right. So. He was born in the house. He died in the house in 1980 at the age of 96. There's still a, it's from 1928, but there's still a nice big old locomotive on the, in the back that I guess is the, it's. Is there? Yeah, there's a train. Is it red? Yeah, it yeah. should be red and black. Oh, I think. Okay, then. It's yeah, red yeah, and black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've yeah. seen it. So it's, I guess, the last working steam engine in, I think, the US. Oh, it works. Yeah. Yeah, How do they know? Really cool. When's the last time they fired that bad bitch up? Uh, probably three years ago. Really? No, I have no idea. <laughs> you should just went with it, dude. I believe you. Yeah, dude, I was, was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was convincing. <laughs> you said, that, you said right. that convincingly. Yeah, so that that still sits on there. It's in the backyard. Yeah. It's a great looking place. They kept um, the, I think it was, uh, so Mrs. Dillon went, well, maybe her and her husband. I'm not sure which, but um, they traveled all over the country, bought a whole bunch of cool you know antiques and all that stuff and that's still in the house as of let's see i let, let's see i was in there a few years ago uh and it looks great still is so it, is it haunted is it haunted actually it is so and they've reached out to us really <laughs> yeah so i yeah, it's funny you say that because i literally had one of my buddies who used to work there um like tending like the grounds and all that stuff and he's like dude you should check out the dylan home because it's i always felt just really really weird i never feel weird anywhere else but it just felt like there was anybody dying in the house he just said yeah (laughs) technically dylan yeah he so uh cool (laughs) (laughs) neither are our listeners at this point literally hey alan (laughs) alan that was the time for your break (laughs) take your break buddy um but i might be something to look into yeah cool cool. yeah so but uh yeah they uh, do like a haunted train walk and bunch of stuff in like the holidays and all that kind of stuff too. Sweet. So 
with those, the the other few things, and I'm going to kind of get through these ones kind of kind of sort of quick here. Kind of sort of. Kind of sort of. So there is the city of Sterling hosts a outdoor summer movie program. It started in 2012. Now, this one, I'm not sure if it's still going because the last like dates they had for it was of last year. I don't know if that's a COVID thing or if they were still doing this, but they always played like uh, kids movies outdoors. There's uh, like a like a what do you call it so it's be, a band like show an amphitheater. It's, it's the civic center yeah yeah the civic it's center, outside yeah. it's outside it it's a gigantic band shell pretty much oh that yeah, amplifies yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay the, the gotcha, music gotcha. for outdoor because they'll have outdoor bands right by the like orchestras and yeah stuff it's like that. Right it's, uh, yeah, it's right by the pd yeah it's very across in there it's probably a it's a block or two up the way it's pretty close yeah. to where yeah. we're at right now actually probably so six blocks away yep so they they do a lot of like Movies, obviously family friendly. It's free. They start at dusk. They have all, you know, refreshments, all that kind of stuff. Like I said, last ones were obviously last summer and since everything happened, they didn't really do it this year. Yeah, but right. Still kind of a thing that they do. We've also got uh, the Fiesta Days, which is to celebrate uh, Mexico's Independence Day. It's usually around September. They try to get it as close to September, I think it's 16th, which was their actual independence day so they try to get as close to that but they have a big parade and actually is like one of the only parades that goes across town like completely across town so we got that we got seasonal sights and sounds for the holiday season and all that jazz so cool figured i'd throw out a little bit of the more recent stuff yeah for this one so doing i I like i like that actually some extra knowledge of sterling because i know everybody's been asking for more sterling so here we are. <laughs> okay, well, so this place was pretty cool. Actually. I like Sterling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. This, this, I like this building we just we did. We shit on Sterling, but I like because we're from here, so we're allowed to. Yeah, exactly. Don't you hate on my town? <laughs> yeah, you can't shit on. No, it, you can, shit you can definitely shit on it. Don't shit on it. Shit on it. I don't <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> moving on. So now that we know where, where we, we are, are <laughs> what are we in? What are we in? We are in D and E furniture, which is a building. Episode two point five, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> um no, the Academy of Music is what it originally was built as. But uh, it's now currently d e Furniture. So we'll give you a little history of the building. Uh, Academy of Music is what it originally was called. Built by Thomas Galt and G.S. Tracy in 1877. Opened December 4th, 1878. It was an entertainment venue with stores inside. It had the uh, town library and the post office were housed inside. So this building is huge. In here? Yeah. yeah. At All one point inside. in time, it had the post office oh, that's and cool. library. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. This building's pretty large. Um, the Academy of Music, they had like live bands and graduations and speeches. Uh, it was kind of like a community center, right? Yeah. I mean, this was like the focal point of Sterling. This was the center, I'm assuming, pretty much in the beginning. I think it was the focal point of even outside of Sterling. Like, this place was happening, popping. It was happening. It was happen- It was actually so popping that it's. It was said that the the building, with the shows and stuff, would attract nearly a thousand people. That's a lot. That's a that's, lot. That's For a, back then, that's in a, a small lot. town where the population was probably a thousand, if that. 
Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, what is the population? What was the population? I didn't. Then? I don't know. That's actually a good question. Sorry, we don't know that answer. Do your research. <laughs> I mean, we could Google it, but whatever. No. Um, the first floor were the stores. So there, this it's it's a very wide building, but there's only like three floors, four including the basement. So technically four. Yeah. Uh, but the first floor is where the stores were located. Second floor was the live play theater. It was a huge auditorium theater i don't know you can't for those looking on youtube behind us this big open area was the when you would look up to the raised ceiling the huge way up their ceiling this is this was the theater the overlook of the theater this is where on where the balcony where the rich people would sit um you can't really see it but there is a huge you'll see we'll have pictures on our uh, socials but there's a huge yep. like chandelier up here it's really freaking cool it um, is awesome looking yeah the, like i said third floor was the balcony where uh balconies for the theater um sears rents the first floor sears rented the first floor uh and eventually buys the entire building sears officially named official name was sears roebuck and company yep and opened on may 2nd 1939 owner of sears guts the theater and transforms it into a convenience store what a jerk rude it's it it sounds like actually do i have so I'm going to grab some other paperwork real quick that has some interesting things. It's literally just right off to the side. Okay, go for it. All right. Um, to, he, but anyway, so he, he turns it, he guts the theater, this beautiful theater, turns it into a convenience store, spends between $25,000 and $30,000 on renovations, which back then is a lot. That's a lot of money to spend on destroying something so beautiful. But yeah. so that's around like, and then around like 1980 or so, d Furniture moves in. So that's where we're at right now. That's kind of like the quick back history of the building, where it came from, where it started, why it was built. All right. So what do you what do you what do you? I'm handing out uh, little small tidbits of research that I found because I researched a lot of this. Look at you. Um, most of these were actually from newspaper articles. Uh, I think ranging from like 18, probably 18 late 1880s, all the way up to 1950s. Um, I'm just handing you some some interesting articles that were about the theater or about the town itself. And I have a few that I can kind of show um, and kind of talk about too. So yeah, I would say, I would say, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, um, do you want to, I'm going to, I'm going to jump real quick into the pre- the prejudice against like the theater and stuff. Okay, yeah, go ahead. That? yeah, go ahead. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so the daily Gazette, which is where he got, most of this from right yes yeah so the daily gazette they said so this was back in the 1800s when it was a theater mainly so like 1870s 80s 1880s 1890s uh a snippet from the daily gazette said the name academy of music was a concession to a widespread prejudice against theaters at the time had the new building been called a theater instead of the academy of music Many people of old times would have absolutely refused to enter it, even to hear concerts and lectures of the Lycum? Lycrian? Or Lycrian? Lycium? Whatever. Courses, an institution for popular education, providing discussion, lectures, and concerts, uh, which were long the most popular form of entertainment. So back then, I guess, uh, theater... Was frowned Actors upon. Was, frowned, was frowned upon because they were considered gross, dirty, yeah. 
drunks. Yeah, freaks. It, they were. It was lowbrow. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't wrong, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, they just. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. I think I read something too that it. The reason why plays kind of had that tainted feel to it early in American history is because. London and Great Britain were very into theatrical plays, yeah. and hmm. it, due to the obvious animosity between the two, oh, they, man. they were like, "Yeah, hey, we kind of, you know, what, you guys like it, so we oh, don't. you like playing in them plays, you dirty Yankee." And and uh, the Yankees are like, "You know what? Screw your plays, you dirty hippies." <laughs> we're still gonna drink and, and and get drunk. You guys are right, we're drunks. <laughs> so, um, so. Yes, now that we've gotten into the history, um, <laughs> some an interesting thing that I found out, which we still have a problem with today. Uh, Tyler, do you want to read your article? <laughs> All of that? The, the, th- the one which thing part? that's circled on here? Just, uh, just kind of just paraphrase through it. Yeah. Swarms of mosquitoes cause much annoyance. You're goddamn right they do. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's an article in the newspaper. Yeah. So it says the mosquitoes have opened up on, opened up a barrage on the people of this community. I thought that said corn for a second, but it was its community. So it's split up into like two yeah, words, yeah. just whatever. In this community, to an alarming extent. This is kind of like poorly written. It says, it says dude, they're, the they're theaters, <laughs> dude, the, the old school like newspapers, like their editors should be fired because they, they were fuck. terrible. They're, there are perfect clouds of them. Some people have been so marked with their bites that they appear to have some kind of a pox. <laughs> That's awful. Bro, I, the writing right now is the worst part. <laughs> they're, they wow. seem to be so like covered with them that they have pox looks like. Sell, sell straw at the stock show. Several large truckloads of. <laughs> we're currently reading. I right, just stop it. In, in, case stop it, it. in case it was not explained. Yeah, really, the pox thing was. We're currently reading snippets from an old Charles Kitson and Bride given shower at Kalita Town Hall. Hmm. Interesting. We're not reading that one. But <laughs> anyway. what I, how would you like to get attacked by mosquitoes to the point where people think you have chicken pox all over your body? I would not. I would just. <laughs> I would jump into a fire and just end it. Just end it. That is a whole lot of itch you don't want. Yep. Anyway, so... uh, So yours, yours, the article I gave you... Oh, okay, yeah. That one's pretty short. Just read the highlighted. I didn't highlight yours because I was lazy, but I highlighted this one. So Jay's a fire inspector, a fire alarm inspector, and this is about the... So the Academy of Music had a lot of updated and pretty ahead of its time exits like very large exits oh, oh this right here okay gotcha gotcha yeah yeah from uh accident on Danny no like no the- no this this is completely different so this is back to so they had an so they had thousands of people here yeah right I'll yeah. just talk about it. you don't have to read it if you don't want to okay cool um so they had thousands of people here, but they had a bunch of large openings for exits around the building, mm-hmm. and they had a fire alarm, an unplanned fire alarm after an ending of a show, and they timed it. I'll have to find what the exact time was, but for a thousand people to get out of this building, two it, minutes it took and two 50 minutes seconds. and fifty seconds, Four. fifty-four, fifty-four seconds. seconds for a thousand people to clear out of a very large multi-level building. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. No, no. So. 
um it was just i thought you would like to that because you're a f- fire alarm inspector oh hell yeah yeah let's talk about evacuations <laughs> he's dude he's, he's <sighs> like rock hard right now <laughs> but speaking right. of, i mean there's also the, the little snippet you have here of the accident that yeah there here. was a out of all the research that I did, there was one major accident. Yeah, unfortunately, unf- unfortunately, I don't know. But for us and what we do, what we do, not a lot of accidents or deaths happen here. And by not a lot, I mean none. Um, so there's that. But anyway, accident on DNE from a paper from 1946. This is a little snippet from it. On July 3rd, 1898, a fire escape salesman. There were like salesmen for salesmen? fire so escapes. I, I wrote. Awesome. I wrote this. By the way, this isn't. I paraphrase it because it was a very oh, long okay. article. But yes, it what said it, salesman. It what? literally said fire escape salesman, like what? traveling salesman. Does Do you not want to die? You want this fire escape that magically turns hair into <laughs> like, gold? Because like they they always have like a sample of what they're selling. Like these doors. Did he just was he just like dragging he's, a fire bro, escape? He just, he just got like a little. They did, but it's like a little they, mini they ladder. It up the Dini. So okay, so let me read this then. On July third, nineteen ninety eight, a fire escape salesman came into town and demonstrated on the building the fire escape. That's so weird. I'd like I'd like to see how this works. Uh, but anyway, the salesman went up and down a few times himself. Thomas Crawford and Robert Hill, um, they were just some people here. Would I have some volunteers step up and uh, yeah, right, try right, this right. fire escape? Oh, me, me, I'll do Which it. Which one of you young boys would like to come on, step on up and try out this fire escape right us? here? Mom, can I go? Mom, can I go? go yes. On ahead. Uh, what's your name, little boy? Thomas Crawford. Um, come on up, man. Robert Hill. Yes, please. Okay, try the, the fire escape. Why'd you get really Elvis right there? Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing but down. All right. Uh, they, they escape. They climb up the fire escape, and I guess it breaks. Dropping the two men from the top of the Academy of Music. So wait, wait until they went to the top. Uh, and it dropped them three stories onto the ground. Crawford lost his leg. And Robert was, quote, never a well man afterward. <laughs> what the Duh. fuck does that mean? I just, I'm just, I'm guessing like traumatic brain injury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he shakes all the time now. There was a huge legislation battle and the fire escapes were halted from sale. Bro, <laughs> that salesman fucked up. Yeah. How would you like to go back to your company? Uh... Not only hey, did this way. cause a huge lawsuit where they're going to probably sue us, this dude lost his leg, and the other guy, he, he ain't the same anymore. Yeah, uh, We're not allowed to do anything now. <laughs> he does not make full sentences anymore, so yeah. I'm going to need you to... <laughs> the cheese keeps falling off his crackers, so I don't know, I don't know what to tell he you. He goes to put the spoon in his mouth and just dumps it all over him. <laughs> you want to hear what it sounds like with a spoon smacking on teeth? Go oh. listen, to, go listen oh. to him eat a cereal. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> we like to be offensive. All right, moving on. Who's next? So this is going to be between all of us. So obviously we didn't have town history and there wasn't like a huge murder yeah. or something that happened in the building. But something that we can kind of delve into and kind of talk about, which is super interesting, is to show how famous of an Academy of Music this actually was. Yeah. Um, I looked through old articles and I found a bunch of famous people that visited performed or i guess acted on the stage right below us okay cool. so Let's i guess do. we'll just uh you'll, we'll do popcorn reading and oh, we'll, my turn <laughs> we'll just go around in a circle and just keep reading except i want uh jake because you blind time 
Yeah, I want you to read Blind Tom because you're the more articulate person out of all of us. We we sound... Fuck you, Tyler. I can't read either. Why are you attacking me tonight? I can't read either. (laughs) What did I do to you, man? We're we're the can't read good brothers, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear... Uh, anyway, All right. <laughs> my on. word was hard to pronounce than yours. <laughs> Moving on, we'll go. In, we'll go in this circle so that way I'll, I'll get this short one and then you can read yep. uh, Theodore. All right, yep. go ahead. All right. So Emma Abbott, Emma Abbott, uh, born in 1850, died in 1891, was an American operatic soprano and impresario. Do you want to? He's the music guy. Do you want to explain what that is? A soprano. A soprano. That's a high. Oh, that's okay. what that is. And what is an impresario? Impresario? I have no idea what that is. Okay, cool. It's probably something I'm not, opera I, I don't know opera very well. I gotcha. She was you'll known. You look like an opera guy, though. You do. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you look like you would sing very high and break glass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a compliment. Take it. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Known for her pure and clear voice of great flexibility and volume. Throughout her career, she retained she retained artistic control over her opera company troupe, which sometimes numbered 60 people. The company Damn. was incredibly popular with the public and was consistently financially successful. Abbott herself became known among Americans as the people's prima donna. Is that mm. a good thing? I don't, I think it was a good thought, thing back then. Yeah, I thought prima donna she, was bad. It's like bougie. She was yeah, just bougie. like uppity, uppity, you know. And then bougie, back bougie. then, back Ratchet. then, like god damn it, <laughs> <laughs> savage, bougie. I don't know how that song goes, but I really don't care. I fucking hate that song. Um. All right. Yeah. So Emma Abbott, famous yeah. opera singer. On to the next one in the circle. Do uh, you not have yours? I gave you papers. <laughs> Is it my turn? Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Adelaide Thurston was a famous a- actress who got her big break in New York at, at or I'm going to say in 1899 became world renowned and traveled the United States and Europe just acting just acting famous actor it'd be like if George Clooney came up in here and was like hey yo yeah. what up <laughs> that's exactly how he talks yeah mm-hmm. hey yo Hey. hey, yo, it's your yo. boy, George Clooney. <laughs> it's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy, George Clooney. Where's the stage at? I'm about to do some acting. <laughs> uh, dude, George? Is that you? Hey, yeah, like <laughs> I said, it's George Clooney, but I'm looking for the stage. Have you seen it? <laughs> That's George Why do you Clooney, sound right? like that, that the, the dumb henchman in like the Bugs Bunny cartoon? Hey, yo, boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I can I find the stage now, boss? He just gets slapped around the entire. <laughs> Hit me again, boss. All right, go ahead. So, uh... <laughs> Hit me again, boss, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> boss, daddy. <laughs> so, for people that don't know, we put daddy on the end of everything, yeah, and it becomes it really... oddly and uncomfortably sexual. <laughs> So what he meant to say was, it becomes better. <laughs> it becomes much better. <laughs> so uh, we also had Theodore Thomas here. He was uh, alive from 1835 to 1905. He was a German-American violinist, conductor, and orchestrator of German birth. Cool. He is considered the first renowned American orchestral conductor and was the founder of and first music director of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra 
from 1891 to 1905. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he played here. That's pretty decent. Yeah, that's a that's a big boy. It's a boss. The founder and first director of the Chicago. That's cool. Yeah. So music historian Judith Tick writes. Theodore Thomas was a legend in his own time, and in 1927, the journalist Charles Edward Russell's biography of Thomas Theodore won the Pulitzer Prize. Other way around, Theodore Thomas. <laughs> what did I say? Thomas we, Theodore. Team, we don't read good. High five. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not high-fiving you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you've literally just made fun of me all night, so I don't, I don't get that. He won a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Uh, for the biography of a musician. The yep. only Pulitzer Prize ever yeah. awarded for the that's crazy that yeah. is pretty fancy so that guy was so famous that somebody wrote about him and then won a famous award yeah yep jesus so, nice yeah uh i'll read the quote yeah go or, for it go for um, it um there's quotes from the daily gazette that i that i found that said among the outstanding virtuosi who appeared at the academy of music during its long career were edward ramil ovid von musin and wellhilmji <laughs> Wilhelm G. Wilhelm. Wilhelm yeah. G. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Francis yeah. McMillan, the greatest violinist violinist of their day. So awesome. they had a bunch of other famous people coming through here. Cool. Right. Nice. A very interesting story of one of the, my favorite people that came through here. From what I've found, is his name was Blind Tom. Oh, oh, okay. And yeah, yeah. I, cool, I, cool. That's my Q, 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 Q. Q, Q, Q. All right, Blind Tom. Thomas Blind Tom Wiggins, May 25th, 1849 to June 14th, 1908. He was an American musical prodigy on the piano. He had numerous original compositions published and had a lengthy and largely successful performing career throughout the United States. During the 19th century, he was one of the best-known American performing pianists and one of the best-known African-American musicians. Although he lived and died before autism was described, he is now regarded as an autistic savant. So he... Uh, he was he actually blind, though, or was that just his name? No, I believe he was actually blind. So he was blind what and is it? autistic, and he battled through all of that and became one of the best pianists of his time. What's it, what is it with... How does this happen just, like the, just in the African-American culture? Blind pianists... African American blind pianists are always fucking phenomenal. I don't Stevie know. Wonder, Ray Charles, Thomas Wiggins, damn blind time. Yeah, I don't. I don't do, do we know any? Do we know like any white blind pianists besides? <laughs> was Beethoven? Was he deaf? Blind, yeah, deaf. Right. Yeah, he was deaf. And then eventually yeah. went blind. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy to like not be able to see what you're doing and just yeah. And it, dude, it just gets crazier. There's more. There's more. Oh, yeah, this shit. is there's one whole page. Am I reading up. all of this? You don't have to read all. Jesus of it. Just, Christ! Just all right, guys, I'm, we're just reading books to you now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So much on that paper, this literally, bro. Literally. This is not even double space. I thought this was just he. He like copy and pasted everything from a, a, a and he just forgot to not print this page. Uh, Wiggins was born Thomas Green on the Wiley Edward Jones plantation in Harris County, Georgia. Blind at birth, he was sold in 1850 along with his enslaved parents, Charity and Domingo Mingo Wiggins. To can, a cl- yeah, that's that. Sorry, I should have highlighted that. That's good for that paragraph. Okay. No. So he, it was just yeah, just in the next one. <laughs> he was he was a slave. Yeah. He started okay. off a slave and he was born. So blind. He and his parents were. Yeah. Uh, because time was blind, he could not perform work or uh, perform work normally. 
uh, demanded of slaves, which, I mean, obviously makes sense. Instead, he was left to play and explore the Bethune Plantation. At an early age, he showed an interest in the piano after hearing the instrument played by Bethune's daughters. What a... Bethune. That's yeah, such a s- strange name. A snobby name. B-E-T-H-U-N-E. Bethune. Bethune. By age four, he reportedly had acquired some piano skills by ear and gained access to the piano. By age five, Tom reportedly had composed his first tune, The Rainstorm, after a torrential downpour uh, on a tin roof. I mean, once you're blind, you, uh, you kind of hone a lot of different abilities. Mm-hmm. Like Daredevil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly like Daredevil. The blind Tom was 100% like Daredevil. 100% true story. Yep. Yeah, with his skills, he recognized a uh, a journal. Gen- oh, he re- was recognized by General Bethune. Yeah, look, team can't read you. I'm on that team, dude. Welcome, welcome, bro. I'm too tired to read this much right now. Tom was permitted to live in a room attached to the family house equipped with a piano. Uh, neighbor Otto Spar. Rem- Spar? Yeah, fuck it. Anyways, so pretty much just skip to the next paragraph. Uh, okay. Well, I'm reading ahead of you just to let you know what you should know. Rosie Rotom in the Atlanta Constitution, 1908. Blah, 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 blah. As a child, Tom began to echo the sounds around him, repeating uh, accurately the crow of a rooster or the singing of a bird. If he was left alone in the cabin, Tom was known to begin beating on pots and pans or dragging chairs across the floor in an attempt to make any kind of noise. By the age of four, Tom was able to repeat conversations up to 10 minutes in length, but was barely able to adequately communicate his own his own needs, resorting to grunts and gestures. That's kind of weird. So, yeah. So, pretty much, he, he had this weird, like memory of sounds that he could just listen to and then all of a sudden just be able to mimic or it sounds that sounds like autism that and yeah and he took those like mimicking skills that he had to mimic on the piano and he would listen to something once and be able to play that entire piece by himself right he would literally just Listen to it, and then he would learn the piece, and by just by listening. But that's pretty much it. That's um, one time. He he he. For a person that was battling the the defects that he had, um, with the blindness, not defects, but the I guess handicaps. The I'm trying not to, be, the handicaps yeah. and uh, the autism, along with being a slave in the 1800s, and and just he did well for himself. Yeah, and becoming the most one of the most renowned pianists of his time. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty co- awesome. It's commemorable. Inspiring. It, it is inspiring. Yeah. And that guy played here yeah. in the Academy of Music. Speaking so. of which, let's get into some of the uh some of the stuff that we're we're here for, you know. What yeah, I mean? no, I we're in the you. Academy of Music. I know there's a lot of people that but I feel like we're kind of losing track. He's got a lot of. We don't have to people. read all those. No, those, that was those were fillers. Um, I hey, guess YouTube. One of the, do you see how many papers I just threw? That was all typed. I, yeah. So, Jesus. um, the the only person that I want to talk about last, and that's actually something I need, um, is John Philip Sosa. Uh, he was a composer, and he played here. He was known as the March King. Um, the he wrote the Stars and Stripes Forever song. Um, the Semper Fidelis, which is the uh, United States Marine Corps March song, and the Washington Post March. Oh, cool. So, um, 
he was kind of a racist because his band. <laughs> uh, so he was kind of a racist. <laughs> so I, I'll talk about the good, but also talk about the bad. Um, he he was definitely racist. Uh, he his band played racist music uh, as a ragtime type music that made fun of black and slave stereotypes. It's a genre. I don't want to repeat what the genre of music is called because it's got a racist name in it. So really, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty crazy. I kind of want to see uh, what that is, and I have it over here. Uh, holy shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! If you want to, if you want to look up that stuff, uh, just type Jesus in his Christ. name, and then yeah. How did that expect that? Yeah, Damn. yeah. That is a that is that that's I, fucked I up. I can't believe it's that that's up. like a so. Music. He was racist. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely Crazy. racist. So, all right. Well, moving on. <laughs> Why so, are we here? We are in the we are in DNA <laughs> furniture because it's reportedly haunted. So let's uh, let's jump into some of that stuff. Wow, yeah. Anthony, over to you. Why is this haunted? Why is this, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't um, know, dude. Why is this place on it? So, uh, I'm melting. <laughs> so what we'll do is um, we will we'll kind of change it up a little bit today. Because what we'll do is we'll talk about what we experienced. And then I'll... Is this therapy? <laughs> and how did that make you feel? And how did that make did you feel? Did you feel good? We'll, we'll, talk, oh, about our investi- we'll feel talk about bad. our investigations... And then we will listen to the stories that the employees had. Yeah. Because I think it's very interesting from what we experienced to what the stories that were told there okay. of the spirits in this house. Yeah, because Tyler and I, neither of us have heard any of the stories from Oh yeah. The people. So I want yep, I want you guys to hear what we thought and then all of a sudden be like, Holy shit. Like, wow. Like that makes a whole lot more sense now. Yeah. So Nope. Alrighty, well, like we usually do for our investigations, we split up. This time, we actually had a lot more time to do an investigation. We were actually able to do solo investigations with nobody else in the building when doing those investigations. So it was a lot more conclusive because some of our other investigations, we don't have a lot of time. So we kind of cram cram all of our sessions together. One will get one area. Another will get another area, all in the building at the same time. But here we were, we had all the time in the world to mess around. So while somebody was in the building investigating, even though there's four floors, including the basement, the rest of us were outside. Yep. So started off was Tyler. Go ahead and tell us uh, how, how what happened with you. So I was in the so the basement, and I was also in or on the second floor. Is the so is the second floor where like the stage was? Is yes. that where that used to be? Okay. Yes. So second floor. Um I don't know if we did we did we mention like in the basement? So okay, so in, in the basement you uh there's how we had like tunnels from the Sterling Theater. There's also a pretty good sized one here. There's yeah. You can actually see, and again, Instagram, haunting underscore table. table on Instagram and Twitter. We'll have pictures up, but you can actually see like an archway and you can see where they built in. So there was a nice big old tunnel. There like used to be tunnels. So yeah. Huge. So I was down there and when you get down there, there's like a long hallway and it kind of curves around and there's a tunnel here and then it uh, off to the left, there's another little small side room. So I was sitting right in front of the tunnel and didn't, I like, I didn't really get, 
I don't know. I didn't really have anything down there. Yeah. Like it was uh, maybe like that, I think it was more like my nerves than anything because, you know, again, I'm in a basement since that's my job <laughs> is take the basement. Take yeah. the basement. Take the basement. <clears throat> but uh, so didn't really get a whole didn't really get anything in there. didn't really feel like anyone was watching me, but just kind of had a, a little little uneasy little bit of uneasiness i guess down there yeah. so nothing too crazy not gonna say anything have not watched the video so i don't know exactly what's on there did listen to the audio recording there wasn't anything from questions i asked all that stuff yeah so down there for 10 11 minutes because like i said didn't really feel a whole lot came back up second floor and that was a little more interesting i i so again i'm a little I'm a little skeptical of stuff and I kind of like, I don't want to just jump to like, Oh, Hey, I saw that kind of, maybe that was like a shadow, definitely a ghost. Don't want to do that. So, but I was sitting there and kind of in the middle of the room on the couch, um, had the recorder asking questions, all that stuff. There's a light for an exit sign that was to my, it would have been to my right. And I kept just it, it just kept feeling like it was, getting dim or like something was moving like in front of it something along those lines and I kept looking over there all the time and would I like shine my light over there and nothing the light itself doesn't dim it's just a really straight solid red so that was the only thing really when I was doing my solo by myself there there was a few times where like the other ones I kind of saw the same thing so the only thing I really got would be kind of shadowy something moving around would yeah. be what I would say. But nothing like crazy. Didn't catch anything on a recorder. So gotcha. that was just my solo part. Yeah. Got a little bit better when <laughs> maybe later on, but so gotcha. that was me. Uh I didn't really do a solo. We had a buddy come by, Daryl. He helped us out today. It was really nice to have a fourth <laughs> to help help uh, review footage and, and move stuff around. But he wanted to do the investigation with us, so I let him come in, and he investigated with me. We did the basement, uh, same place Tyler was at. We felt it was a little weird down there. We didn't really catch anything, but I did feel weird, and we both got the same feeling. We had our we were sitting in like a corner of the basement with two walls in front of us and one to the left, and we both got the same feeling that we were being watched from the left somewhere way off in the distance there where the other side of the tunnel was. Um, but we didn't see anything, catch anything, nothing audio, video-wise. Uh, well, I don't know if we didn't get anything video-wise but because we haven't really reviewed the video yet. But if there is something, it'll be on YouTube. The Haunted Table. Yes. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube it, bro. YouTube. But... uh. When we went to the second floor, that's when it changed. So we were up on the second floor, and it's like I said, it's a big building. It's long. Uh, so I went on an opposite side, sat in a corner, and then Daryl went on the other side, sat in a corner. And he's on my left. I'm on his right, sitting in corners far away from each other. We could kind of hear each other, uh, but we're sitting there talking he's trying to ask questions i'm trying to ask questions and then i hear laughter like little child like 
I can't tell if it's a, a, a little girl or a little boy. Either way, it sounds like child's laughter. And then that was towards the end of the investigation for our part. So I get up and I start walking over to him. And before I get over there, he, he says that he saw shadows moving by little short shadows. that looked like child's shadow moving around where I heard the laughter coming from. So it was a little weird that, that those stories lined up together um, just so perfectly. And he's like, well, when did you hear the laughter? I said, about 30 seconds ago. When did you see the shadow? He's like, about 30 seconds ago. So I was like, wow, okay, that's creepy. But that's about all I got. We came upstairs to the the top floor, third floor, balcony areas. I didn't get anything up here. Gotcha. Um, did you hear anything on your recorder about the laughter or anything like that? Uh, not really. I couldn't really hear it from the iPad. I'll have to uh, boost it later. Okay. I got you. So if we do, it'll be on the YouTubes. Okay. I went after I was last on the solo. I went by myself. I started up here on the third floor of the balcony, and I sat by myself, all the lights off, and just tried to communicate. And I kind of felt like something was there, but I, I'm not going to say that there was something there because because um, it's a dark place right. at night, so you, you're going to feel kind of uncomfortable. Um, until I started to hear things kind of getting tossed around up here like like it was weird like um it wasn't like a wall shifting or like a creak it was like maybe like a rock getting kicked around it's just like a like across like the floor or something and mm-hmm. you would hear like rustling and shit so maybe it's an animal i'm not gonna say it's a, it's a hundred percent paranormal it might be an animal but yeah i didn't hear any animals we there's no like feces from animals up here so i i I don't know. It was just weird. Feces. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, Poop. Shit. Yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to the second floor and did the rest of my investigation down there. And I sat in the same spot that, that Jay sat. And I... So something that the our friend said was his, his vision like would tunnel out and like darken yeah. like he, all of a sudden it would just like get worse because your eyes adjust, adjust to the right. light and that kind of happened to me um i was sitting there was a little bit of light just off my camera off the camera screen uh the led light uh was lighting the room so you could see some of the like silhouettes of furniture and stuff like that and it was like my eyes had adjusted and you could see it, and it was kind of like light. But all of a sudden, like, my my vision started getting super, super dark. Like, almost like going out. Like, tunneling to the point to where it was maybe, like, the size of, like, the middle of my eyes to each other. Like, maybe, like, six yeah. inches yeah. of where I could actually see. And everything else was, like, pitch dark as if there was no light on at all. And there's a little bit of like ambient light in in those with like the exit signs yeah, and yeah. some some small lights here and there. Um, mm-hmm. Still pretty dark, but that happened, and I was like, God dang it, my eyesight's are just being stupid. And then it went away. And I was like, Okay, cool. And it proceeded to like do it every now and again. And then all of a sudden, I started getting like this pressure headache in the back of my head that made it feel like it was like being squeezed, like not like something was squeezing it, but like the pressure was just like 
my head felt like heavy. Yeah. And it's like, it's while my head is feeling heavy, my like, uh, vision started blurring again. And maybe I'm having an aneurysm. I don't know. But <laughs> Well, no, Daryl said he was feeling the same thing and he was kind of out of breath when we were coming up here. So and he was like, he was breathing heavy and he said it was, it just felt heavy in that room. Yeah. So along with that, I was seeing like shadows, like dart back and forth and in between the furniture that I was looking at, like almost like it was like playing like hide and seek. Yeah. Like it was like behind a couch and then it was like, and it was so fast. Like it was so fast. And it was all of a sudden it was behind uh, the dresser and all of a sudden it was back there and it was just like jumping from furniture to furniture and uh, i i'm not saying it's 100 percent ghost like like when i got tapped on the shoulder in our previous episode like the chair was moving or the chair i mean yeah the chair that was uh that was wild like but this is just weird it was weird and i talked to jay and i was like so this is where i'm seeing all of this and it happened to be around the same location that he was seeing um the, where I where I heard the laughter and, and Daryl saw the yeah, shadow. Yeah, yeah Daryl saw the shadow. So, and then me and Tyler decided to kind of come in upstairs in the second floor with the uh, with ourselves and kind of have a duo investigation. And yep. what did you experience, Tyler? Uh, that one's a little bit uh, more weird because I got I was getting the same kind of uh, like narrow vision. Um, I don't know if it was because I was sitting farther across the room than what I was because originally I was in the middle, but uh, I was sitting on the same side that Jay was, which would be the far side. So you go up the stairs, you go left, there's a really far corner that's on the end, like near the end of the building. And I was looking back across. I didn't have a camera or anything, so I had my flashlight. It was turned really, really low just so I could, and it was kind of pointing at the ground. So the most of the light was hitting the ground, but it was kind of bouncing up. So I could see silhouettes of like the couches and that kind of stuff and like the the poles. So there's like these little square white poles all throughout uh, the second floor, and kept seeing the the light kind of the, or the the narrow like vision. And then there was one little spot that was between couches that was had the the exit light shining behind it. So it was pretty pretty. It was like between uh, the. It was like between the back of one couch and the arm of another one. You could see through it pretty well. Yeah. Because every once in a while, I would just see it would, that little, little kind of tail section. It would just go black really quick and then be gone, and it would it that would just happen on and off. And then the one thing that did s- sort of made me jump because I kind of stopped. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Behind one of the pillars, there was like three or four down. There was definitely something that moved. I'll just say definitely. I don't even care. Whatever. But it it looked like something had peeked out from one of the pillars and like peeked back. And then there was just like nothing there. Which Daryl, I don't know if you mentioned earlier, but Daryl had something that was similar to that when you guys were doing it. When Jay and Daryl were doing theirs, that he had behind one of the couches right near where the stairs were. He looked like he had a little kid that peeked out, like kind of crouched over the top of the couch and then like went away. And it was really kind of similar to that, except it was peeking out from behind a pillar. So just a little kid running around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't in the furniture. Yeah. There wasn't like a, 
a face or anything crazy like that. And it didn't feel bad, but it just looked like something just kind of moved out and then moved back in. And that was it. So I don't know. Could have been my eyes playing tricks on me. Like I said, my vision was kind of getting a little wonky near the, for, well, for honestly, for a lot of it, but I don't know, but definitely made like literally all the hair on my body stand up and it was weird. And I stopped in the middle. I was like, uh, whoa, that was weird. And yeah, so that was what I had. That was when our, our other duo won. Yeah. I saw movement around in the same vicinity of the couches that I saw. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, our group investigation didn't, I mean, we heard some thumping. Yeah. That was, I guess that, yeah. So we, I, we (coughs) weren't simultaneously at the same time. Yeah. We weren't able to, uh, get to that and review that with our, um, like our recorders but um literally like you hear like three or four thumps yeah coming from like from the right i don't know where it was from the right but it was coming yeah. from the right and i was like we simultaneously yeah. both look at each other and we're like did you hear did that and he's like that's why i turned the spirit box off yeah yeah because I, I immediately turned the spirit i was f- f- fumbling with the yeah. f- 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 no, i was fumbling uh, i with thought it. you did that on purpose no no i was i'm just f- f- fumbling maybe i am ironic, having any yeah. ears <laughs> i mean that um works perfectly so I was fumbling with it, trying to turn it off because I heard the the thumping, and then I finally turned it off. And yeah. we like looked at each other. And I was like, "Dude, did you hear that?" And they're like, "Yeah." I was like, "There's like," and it was like loud thumping. Yeah, I almost I could almost feel it. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell yeah, that yeah, was. That one, that one I heard too, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, you could almost feel it like boom, boom, hitting the ground. It's just like do 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 do. Yeah. It, like, it didn't sound like it was like in. To me, it didn't sound like it was like in the ceiling or anything like that. It sounded like it was on like the floor that we were right. or like against like the wall or something like that. Yeah. So. It wasn't, it wasn't a ceiling. Yeah. It was, it was on the floor that we were on. Yeah. Further back. Yep. Gotcha. For sure. Gotcha. For sure. So yeah, that, uh, that concludes what we found. Yeah. That, that wraps up what we found here. So At least for now, there might be more footage that you'll see on the YouTube once we are able to review the video footage. Yes. Yes. It's going to be a little weird. You're just going to see like a little kid's head like oh, run, be- God, run behind me on I like the couch. There's just something more terrifying about, about a child. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. So it did. It. Um. Yeah. So I guess I'll jump right into my interviews then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have that aux cord? Yeah, Pass the aux. Thanks. I'm so tired. Oh, the spirit box told hours to wake up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, you got to find that. Yeah, so we're listening to the Spirit Box, and I literally fall asleep because I'm so tired. I'm running on 25, 24 hours of no sleep. Um, I, we're laying down in a furniture store, so I mean, come on. I lay, <laughs> I'm laying, laying up against a couch, and I just I doze off, and I forget what you asked. I go, dude, did that just say wake? No, you, you asked something, I thought. No. No, it, it just, just said wake up? Yeah, it was just randomly all of a sudden just it was like a weird wake up and then like i was like did it just say wake up and, and i was sleeping and i woke up <laughs> i did wake up We're good. It, yeah jay was just like i so, was sleeping yeah we gotta find that audio yeah we definitely do so but yeah that was that's um that's gonna conclude our investigation so yeah um i spoke with jack clemens i'm just gonna jump right into this it's getting pretty late so um i agree and like we said this is gonna be a shorter episode yeah yeah so I spoke with Jack Clemens, and he is the owner, one of the owners of D&E yeah. Furniture. 
and I'm getting to my QQQ. <laughs> and I asked uh, when Jack took over D&E, uh, what did he experience or what, how long he had been working and all that kind of stuff. And he kind of gave a pretty long summarization of it. Well, I've worked here. <laughs> I've worked for 50 years for D&E. Um, I went, when we moved downtown, I was basically, you know, here the whole time. So we've been here for 40 years. Wow. As, yeah. You, when your when your dad owns the store, you know, <laughs> you start early, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember what it was before your dad owned the store? Yeah, it was a Sears store. And then before that, it was called the Academy of Music, which um, was built in 1877 as a, what I would consider the forerunner of today's malls. They built this big building, and the main floor and the lower level had, uh, I think, about 16 different businesses located in it. And then the second floor and the third floor was a theater. The second floor would be the main floor of the theater, and then the third floor was the balcony area. Okay. So he pretty much said that the Academy of Music was like a forerunner for like what malls became because the downstairs was kind of like a mall where you would walk There's in markets, and be yeah. shops all over the place right. and stuff like that indoors. Um, I asked him when he realized like when Dini was haunted, like did because he said he worked here for fifty years. And he, yeah, I asked him when did you really realize that maybe something was up here, and this is what he said. Again, I don't have the exact dates, but. Almost from the very beginning, you know, that we were down here, um, you know, different times. Uh, this is before we had our air conditioning fixed. And then I would come down about, let's say, four o'clock in the morning, open up all the, do- the doors to get some fresh air into the store. Mm-hmm. And there were two separate instances. And I didn't light the store up. You know, it's four o'clock in the morning. But I would see... A shimmering effect is the easiest way to describe it. Um, a lot like the movie The Predator, when the alien had that cloaking device. Yeah. And it's like, okay, did I really just see that, you know? And kind of out of the corner of your eye, you would catch it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many times it was actually on the main floor, but the two times that I did see it. And we've always laughed, you know, we consider it a Casper, that, uh, you know, it's a friendly ghost. It's not a... Uh, Manovalent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we notice it any time that uh, we're making any type of changes in the store. I should say drastic type changes, you know, where let's say you're going to build a wall or you're going to do something, then it will show up to not voice its displeasure, but let you know that I'm still here type, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a meeting one time with three gentlemen right outside my office, and there's a door that goes to the north side where originally that doorway would had a staircase, staircase attached to it that would go up to the second floor to the theater part. And we were standing there and discussing business, different changes, and the door swung open, all the way open. And I noticed it right off the bat, and it swung shut, and then it swung all the way open again. And one of the guys looks at me and he says, uh, did you just know that your door just opened and closed by itself? And I said, yeah. I said, you know, that's that's our ghost. That's just making itself be known that I'm here, you know. Almost like it was, I don't know, it sounds strange, but eavesdropping on our conversation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, Chris, 
we got 54,000 square feet. Why did it show up in this particular spot of the store when we were discussing something? You know, a change in the store, I should say. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, did he say 54,000 yes, square feet? Yes, this place is 54,000 square feet. That's a big number. I can't even count that high. Could you imagine? Yeah. In this Could you imagine, like, turning this into a house? Could you imagine this being your house? No. Because that's a lot of upkeep. <laughs> that's a lot of upkeep. That's a whole lot of upkeep. <laughs> so he was talking about um, that it was a Casper ghost. Right. That, and you'll hear that over and over again through these recordings, that it's a friendly ghost. They don't think it's evil or wants anything bad happening. Um, he He's also stated that... Uh, the paranormal activity happens a little bit more when things change within the building, like walls are knocked down or remodels going on and stuff like that. So he doesn't think it's some, maybe it's showing it's displeasure for the remodel or maybe just like, Hey, I'm still here. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. That's, that's kind of seems to be a, an ongoing thing mm-hmm. when remodeling. Yeah. Whatever, whatever spirits at unrest Spirit, doesn't like change. Spirits are people and people don't like change. That's what I always say. I like change because that means something's happening in my life. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> something. <laughs> I like change because that means something's happening. I like something in my life. But I was, all I'm thinking about right now is yeah, caffeine. I know. I know. But we're almost done. Wake so. me up before you go. I was saying, wake me up inside. <laughs> wake, wake me, me up, up inside. inside. I, uh, I asked who we believe. I, I asked who we believe. <laughs> oh, was we have this, a podcast. Yeah, we are in a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. <laughs> who we believe was a spirit that still resided in the store, and this is what he said. No clue. We had uh, years ago. I mean, that's. And that's it. Not just kidding. Yeah, right. just no clue. <laughs> no clue. All right. On to the next one. All right. 80s, we had a lady that would come in, not say anything to anybody, and she would go up to the second floor. And uh, we finally, I mean, we asked her, well, what are you doing? <laughs> she said, I'm up here talking to my brother. He used to work in the carpet department at Sears. So this old lady would come into the store and not say anything, go to the second floor where there was nobody there and say, I'm going to go speak to my brother who used to work here. Um, ma'am, would you mind leaving, you psycho? Yeah, so super weird. That's just like, that's super strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is just a continued cue from that initial um, who he believed was who resided in here. Um, we've heard children's voices. We've heard footsteps. You know, to the point that, you know, you'll be behind the sales counter and you'll hear footsteps across the ceiling or the floor above you. And does anybody have a customer upstairs? No, no, nobody's up there. And it's like, okay, (laughs) there were footsteps up there. So when you said you hear children, can you kind of go in a little bit more detail uh, of the voices and stuff like that? It's really hard to describe that one because, I mean, it's almost like they were talking and I can't remember if they started laughing or not. That was something that you know, my my wife had heard more so than I did. Mm-hmm. We were both behind the counter, and she was closer to the area that it sounded like it was coming from. So voices of the of children have been heard from different people in this building. <laughs> oh, okay, that's uh, oh. 
Yeah, because that's creepy. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's why when you said it was like a child singing, I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, it was like, it, was, it, was, it wasn't just like singing. Like I heard there was like multiple things. So it sounded like singing and talking. Because I get like I could hear just like the left of my like my left side I could kind of hear something because when I would turn my full head it would stop, so I had to keep my ear like to the direction. Mm-hmm. There'd be like a little bit of laughing, a little bit of singing. Gotcha. So yeah, just see it. That's creepy. It's creepy. So that means that I wasn't just making it like no. my mind wasn't just yeah. playing tricks. Yeah, that's why I was like super like stoked about it. Um, I, I didn't tell I them anything that I. I thought you were just stoked because. Like you're an excitable person. I am also. True. I'm always stoked. Also true. Uh, so I asked. Uh, I asked Jack, uh, "What was the most extravagant experience he's had here, like paranormally?" And this is what he said: "Q Q Q." Shimmering, you know, because it was like in the middle of the store. It was, it was the strangest thing. That personally to me. Um, the other thing, well, this was happened to my son and one of the other guys. We had a load of recliners come in, and what we do. We'll send one person up to the third floor, and then one person stays on the loading dock. And the elevator just goes down, be, up and down between the floors, and they would load it, send it up to the warehouse, unload it, send it down to the loading dock. And the, the gentleman that did not believe in ghosts heard the elevator come down. He turned and he looked towards the elevator, and there's a little glass window on it, and he saw a face in the window. So he walked over to the elevator to open it, thinking that my son was in there, bringing the elevator down, and there was nobody in the elevator. No. So he saw... Absolutely not. He saw a face that he believed was a young boy. Absolutely not. No. And it was not... Uh, yo, Jackson. yo, yo, (laughs) yo, yeah. Okay, first of all, if I saw a little fucking face looking at me through a window, and there's nobody there... I'm never coming back to this building ever. There's just something about little kids, like ghosts yeah. and spirits of little kids. It's just fucking terrifying. Kids are terrifying, like, by themselves. Right. Like, just in general, me saying that as I have two kids. They're, like, just... <laughs> they're terrifying. They're little, just terrible creatures. <laughs> they are the but, uh, worst part of you until they become the best part of but, you. <laughs> but, Shut uh, up. <laughs> yeah, you have, like... Three dogs and like one is stupid. <laughs> one is very stupid, <laughs> bro, bro. So, I, so I brought Ella. She's my my puppy to come hang out. First thing Gimli does is just, just full force, just run into the wall because he because <laughs> he misses her. So he smacked that little where you had a little uh, dust <laughs> dust thing. Yeah. Just fucking headbutts the wall. What a dumb so dog. Dumb. He's so fucking dumb. <laughs> but yeah, kids are terrible. Ghost kids. You can't imagine there any better. A literal ghost boy. Yeah. Hey, hey. ghost boy. I'm already ghost boy. I'm already ghost boy. All right. So I, I asked him, uh, besides renovating or changing the building, what caused some more paranormal activity? Like, was there anything in particular that maybe caused it? And this is what he said. I think anytime we get a new employee and they, we discuss the ghost and we discuss different things, and if they just flat out, I don't believe that. that just, you're making that up. That that doesn't happen. Something will happen to make them a believer. Okay. So, so if you get somebody that's just adamant that there is no such thing as a ghost, we know then something will happen like within the next week or so that this person will become become convinced. You 
know, and you can go back and talk to employees that worked for us 40 years ago, and they'll tell you the same thing. Oh, yeah, there's a ghost at D&E. So every person that comes in this building that's like, eh, ghosts are full of shit. Uh, ghosts are full of shit. <laughs> it's like that fucking ghost is just full of shit, dude. I don't believe a fucking word you say, ghost. <laughs> Immediately become a believer. <laughs> this ghost over here is always starting shit. I don't believe that ghost. He's full. He's of shit. saying two plus two equals four, and then he shows the math equation on the board. Ah, fuck her. Fucking you, you, got you got lucky. You this think time. you're smarter than me? <laughs> you, you got yeah. You, you got me this time. Fuck you. You ghost is full of you piece of shit. So he also said that Sears gutted the theater and when they first bought it the entire building and yeah. Sears back then was pretty much Walmart it is now yeah and we've all heard of Sears catalogs and stuff like that there was actually a newspaper article that said in the 1930s somebody bought their entire house from a Sears catalog like literally the house yeah I want that and I want that and I want that I just want this house right here okay yeah. Sears just couldn't keep up with the times, though. Nope, nope. I chalked that up to bad management. Yeah, yeah. So I spoke with Brad Clemens. As you can see, this is a family-ran mm-hmm. business. So Brad, Brad, the little boy in the window playing tricks on the the delivery guy. Brad is a manager, and he. I asked him how long he worked at Dini, and this is what he said. Uh, I'd say since I was fourteen. So I would say. Almost 23 years, I'd say. Okay. And when did you start to realize that maybe some things are happening in Dini Furniture that uh, don't make sense or unexplained? Shortly after I started. So what are some of the experiences that you've experienced at Dini Furniture? Um, uh, multiple things. Um, footsteps going across the second floor. Um, my wife at the time, this, another story is my wife, it happened about, I'd say 10 years ago. She didn't believe in ghosts. And I told her how we have a Casper, I believe. Um, and I had, um, soul tags on the counter and I was standing in front of the counter with my back towards the soul tags and she was facing her, which she was about 10 feet away, looking at the soul tags and as we were talking, the soul tags literally went off the counter and underneath the counter. They, and nobody was around us. Was there a wind or anything like that? No, no. And what did she say when that happened? Uh, she said, I'm out of here, and she left. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a smart woman. <laughs> as, as she should have. I'm out. I'm out of here before I see ghost faces hey, and windows. Mate. Don't need no little kid ghosts. Don't want none of that life. So we continue. And, no, I don't want that in my life either. And we continued, and I asked, what else has he experienced in Dini? In general, like, when we, I took um, a friend of mine, his daughter wanted to see the warehouse. And so I, they came, at, I'd say, 15 minutes before we closed. And I took him up into the warehouse. I'd say his daughter was probably 9 or 10. Um and we were up in the warehouse, nothing strange happened or anything. But then um, as we left, I locked the store up because it was closing time. And a friend of mine, a di- another friend of mine, said, called me about 30 minutes later. He said that he thinks that I left somebody in the store or locked somebody in the store. That he swears that he's seen like a little kid in the window at the front door. So he drove around the block twice just to look at it. Wow. 
Yeah, and I don't know if it like this little kid or whatever brought, you know, I was like looking for this little girl, like where'd you go? I, I mean, it was just really strange. Back to child ghosts. I want to see this little kid. I do too. I don't. <laughs> Tyler will poop his pants. I definitely want to see this little kid. Hey, little guy, if you are here, come on out. Say hi. Hi. I'm just kidding. That was me. Hi. Yeah. Bro, I was scared. Oh, thanks. For, I was scared for a second. <laughs> Shit. Appreciate you clarifying. Jesus. Um. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> I asked Brad uh, which areas of the story fields have the most activity, and this is what he said. Uh, not really. I mean, crazy. I mean, that in general. Um, Dad said that the side door blew open or open. No, I'd say this in the store itself, the where it feels like there's always somebody watching you or with you is on the second floor. I'm not sure if it's truly the warehouse, but that's where that or the boiler room downstairs in the basement. Yeah. Yep. But other than that, like the main floor, I don't ever feel nothing like when I'm in here by myself that much. I mean, you hear it on other floors, like, you know, something coming from other floors. But I still to this day, I don't like being on the second floor by myself. I mean, I am, but it just. Yeah. It's uneasy. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you- Oops. So yeah, second floor and the third floor and the basement. He said, but second floor for sure by far was the most active. Yeah, definitely, so, I agree with him, hundred percent too. So yep. that's kind of what we found in our uh, investigations. Okay. Um, I asked him to he he had a story about his family a member that saw that used to work here that that saw a ghost and let's see how that plays out because it's got a very interesting story. When he worked here, he, I heard stories that he seen something and then he was in the warehouse, he came down and then he left and was like, I'm not working there again or something. And he <laughs> hasn't worked since, but that's been the year. I mean, that was over 30 years ago, I want to say. Okay. So family member worked here for a while, um, sees something and just like deuces. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm smart. out. No, yeah. thank you. So, um, the final person that interviewed was Jean Dieterson. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Um, she's a sales associate. She's worked for the company for 15 to 17 years. She also saw the door swinging incident that Jack explained. And I just kind of wanted her to go in a little bit more detail. Um, she had some other stuff, but, um, she just reiterated pretty much what Brad and Jack said. And, uh, she, thank you so much for your time, Gene. I, I just, um, just don't want to retread the same topics over again. So. Yeah. It would be um, this was a while back, and uh, Jack was interviewing or talking to some guys on the first floor, on the main floor here, and I was at the desk, you know, the counter, and um, they were over sitting like at the bottom of the stairs on this main floor and he was telling a little bit about the situation here at DNE with the strange um, occurrences that could be possibly, you know, ghost activity. And these guys were not from this area and they were pretty much not buying it. Um, 
and there was no other doors open or anything, but the side door that's by the side street opened, and you can just, it just opened by itself, and then the, um, the air that came through changed. It got, like, really, like, a different temperature. It was really strange, and um, that was just very obvious. Wow. That's, uh, and there was no wind or anything inside? All the dock doors were, we checked, the doors, the dock doors were all closed. There was no open doors. There's nobody coming in and out of the store at the time at all. Um, it was quite evident and you could tell the atmosphere changed quite a bit for a few minutes, a minute, you know. Wow. At that time. Yeah, it was very obvious. What are some of the small things that have kind of occurred around you throughout the years that you worked there that are kind of unexplained? Oh, um, noises upstairs, like when you're on the main floor, when there's nobody around. And I mean, there's nobody upstairs. There'll be like the floor might creak a little bit. Something like that has happened. That that happens. Um, I haven't had that happen lately, but I've heard it happen. Um, and some other like, like a, like some high pitched laughing a little bit. I've not really heard that a lot, maybe one time way a while back, but just the noises that you hear when there's, they're unexplained. So, where did you hear the laughter? That was upstairs, second floor. Second floor? Mm-hmm. Was it like a child? Not sure where. Yeah, kind of high, high pitch. Yeah. In, so, in case uh, in case you're you're watching this on YouTube and wondering what we're talking about, we're making fun of our boy Anthony here for saying "wow" so wow. unenthusiastically all the time. Wow, <laughs> I'm so locked into listening to their story and like trying wow. to like timestamp things in my mind for yeah. like things that, for queuing up at a later date. I'm just like, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> we, we're talking we about we didn't merch. Get a shirt. We didn't get a shirt of it's just it's just him. Looking this is fun. Wow. <laughs> I do it all the time and I tell all myself not to do it and I fucking listen to myself. I do it like 10 times every fucking recording. Wow. Wow. I swear to God, I'm not bored by your stories. I'm just trying, I'm locked in and I'm yeah. ready. I'm logging data anyway, in my brain. So as she was saying. There was a, she heard the door, the door swinging. Um, it yep. got the temperature dropped immensely. This right. And uh, that it felt like heavy, like the the feel. Yeah, after, it felt heavy. We yeah, got that heavy feeling on the after second floor. after the people yeah. like didn't believe in the like the ghosts. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, that she believed that it was like the ghost being like, "Hey, better fucking I'm, believe." I'm, I'm right here. here. I'm I right. don't believe in ghosts. Wow. Wow. Nothing. Wow. It's kind of like that. I don't believe in fairies, and then fairies die. Hmm. Isn't that how that works? You I say don't I don't, every time like you don't, I don't believe in fairies, a fairy dies. I don't yeah. know. I don't believe in fairies. You murderer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then she goes to explain that she heard high pitched, possibly children laughing on yeah. the second floor. Okay. So that's an. We need to stop talking about that now, <laughs> because that's like the more people are talking about having heard that, it's more terrifying. Yeah, so that's kind of why I did that, and yeah. that's kind of why I wanted to play these after the fact, because right. like right. it's kind of like what? 
So hey man, on the fly, mix it up on the fly. Do gonna, it live. We're doing it live. Wow. So that's going to pretty much conclude the episode. Yeah. Besides, spiritually occupied. Yes or no? Uh, yeah, yeah. I this is this is spiritually occupied, not haunted. Spiritually Spirit. occupied. Yes. Trademark and copyrighted. Oh yeah. yeah. Agreed. Tyler, I would say the same thing. Yeah. There's. Would you say the same thing? Because I didn't hear it. <clears throat> I think it's spiritually occupied. Hey, yeah. said it, said that's, that's, that's my boy. Let's go. That was a reach under there. That was a reach around. Yeah, baby. No, 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 no. Reach under. Get it right. Reach under. That's oh, under. That's under. From under. <clears throat> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the most uncomfortable hand job ever. <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but anyway, that does it. Yep, it's. I didn't get to say it. You you started hey, it. I Anthony. asked. Hey I Anthony. Hey Anthony. Hey Anthony. Yeah. Wow. Anthony. What yeah. do you think? Do you think it? Wow. <laughs> 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 do you think that it's spiritually occupied? I do believe it's spiritually occupied. Um, I just, dude, <laughs> with the child stuff coming over and over again, yeah. I don't know. Um, about how many ghosts are here? I would. But I would and why say, children? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. There's probably some history that we yeah, just couldn't we find. just couldn't find. But there is a child here, which I believe is a young boy. There's a pretty nuts picture, which Poor. take it as you will, but it's going to be on our social. Yeah, and you can decide if it's faked or not. So pretty much the story behind the picture is it's going to be a a worker. Um, the ghost was obsessed with the specific worker, whether he didn't like the worker or the worker was kind of like sensitive and the ghost kind of knew that and was kind of yeah. trying to like communicate with him. Um, but it freaking followed him around every time he worked and had the issue. Like they, they said that he was like the most active whenever he was working and yeah. it usually was around him. Um, so he came up to the top floor, which he, I believe felt was like the worst for him and started just taking pictures around and he caught a picture that looks like an apparition in a doorway. Like it's, it's literally a body. If I took a picture and then seeing as I would look at the pictures after taking them and I saw that the picture we're going to post, I'd quit. I'd lose my fucking mind. It's, I don't know if it's real or not. I'll let you guys decide that. I'm like I'm like the most like into ghost stuff yeah. out of the group. I'm the most skeptical. And, but like on this one, I don't know. Like it, it could easily have been faked. You know what I mean? But this, yeah, we'll leave it but, up to but, you. Yeah. The, All I know is it's a fucking crazy picture, and if it's real, I would. That's insane. So, dude, that might be the best picture I've ever seen. Yeah. If, that, if that's yeah. real, that if it's is, real. If that's real, that is that's the most clear, best picture of an apparition I have ever seen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a, no. it's, it's like a little boy, dude. And just so you know, this picture that we're gonna post that is right where we are right now. This doorway, you'll see. Right here. Yes. Yep, right here. Dude, the bro. I, <laughs> so just walks around this corner. No, <laughs> I will jump. I, I, I will. I will go, go through so, this. So, bro, no way. This part. It, so, there's the backdrop behind us. Is there's um, it's where the opening used to be, so the balcony could look down into right. the second floor. Yeah. So they kind of put like a makeshift ceiling up that you could easily fall through. And what we're saying is, if we if this apparition walked around the corner, we right would where we're at. We would 
head dive through the <laughs> ceiling <laughs> into the floor and possibly die and haunt this place. Hashtag Go Ghost Boys for Life. Ghost Boys for Life. Hashtag Ghost Boys for Life. But anyway, so that is going to do that for this episode. Um, whether this is going to be episode 2.5 or a Patreon release, I don't, we don't we'll know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But regardless, uh, thank, you everybody, thank you everybody for your support. We appreciate it. If you like what we do and you want to continue to see and listen to this in our podcast and hear us make these episodes, please go and support us by following our Instagrams, haunting underscore table, our following our Twitter, you can't haunting follow underscore on ta- Tinder, haunting underscore table. <laughs> Or you can even go if you're feeling ex- especially generous. You can go to paypal.me forward slash the haunting table and give us some ohms. Toss us some, some coins because this shit ain't free. Cost Toss money. Toss a coin to your witcher. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> this shit ain't free. But uh, yeah, so that those, if you are willing to donate monetarily, that is above and beyond appreciated. But you don't always have to. It doesn't have to be monetary. You can go to our email, uh, table at gmail.com. Send us some stuff, uh, puppy pictures. Send us some feedback on how we're doing and what would you, what you might like to see us do or what you would like to see us do better. Or if you have somewhere that you can get us into, which I think, honestly, what we do is probably one of the most valuable things. If you can get us into a haunted location, that would be fantastic. And uh, we would gush about you the whole podcast. So, I have one more thing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, I just want to say thank you to Dean E and all of their owners and staff mm-hmm. for allowing us into this building. Yeah. Um, they don't do paranormal stuff here. Like they, they don't have ghost tours. They no. don't have investigators in here yeah. all the time. I think I don't know. I haven't heard of another investigator. We might be the first people to actually yeah. investigate this building, and um. It's just, it's been an honor. I just yeah, want to. It's been say, fun. Yeah, seriously. So if you'd like some furniture, they have a pretty good selection of furniture. Indeed, <laughs> interesting. Um, <laughs> also, but I'll shout out to Austin. Austin, my man, yeah, one of our Austin. big fans. Um, he is one of the Clemens uh, relatives. Uh, so he's part of the family that owns this. He was super excited uh, when he saw me because he's seen some of the previous episodes. Um, He's I would he's old enough I feel like to listen to our episodes or at least be comfortable. I hope listening. so. I hope so. So Ghost Nut. <laughs> too late too late now. Too yeah, late too now, late. yeah, obviously. But, but uh But we, he signed the yeah, table. He he's always signed the table, so uh shout out to you, Austin. Appreciate you. Yeah, buddy. Keep hey. keep watching, man. Let's go, keep Austin. Up, also do do um don't do as we say or do. Just, <laughs> yeah, just be a good person good unlike man. us. Yeah. <laughs> and then tell all your friends to listen to us. Anyway, uh That'll do it for the, that'll do it for this episode. We appreciate all of you for coming by. Thank you for your support. And with that being said, um, let me go ahead and extend this. Let me, that be said part because I forgot to have the outro music queued up. Oh my god! Here we go. What is happening? <laughs> is this the Matrix? Are we glitching? <laughs> is this the we are we're glitching out right now? Oh my god! Let's put this in here. Here we go. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, three, two, one. Happy, Happy haunting. No, 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 you guys messed it up. No. Stay safe. And happy haunting. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us, guys? Jesus. Uh,